This episode is thanks to Lilo Active. Active wear that looks good and feels amazing. Welcome to the Left of Field podcast with Danny Kavanagh. Beth and Sean, welcome to the Left of Field podcast. How are you guys going today? Very good. Yeah, thank great. you for having us on. No, thank you for coming. Now, I've got both of you in the studio, new for me, having two people, but very excited to be able to get both sides of your experience so far. Why don't you start by telling everyone who might not know who you are, what you guys do? Do you want to start Maybe it off? Start it off. <laughs> <laughs> start it off. So we're both the owners of Lilo Active, which we launched back in July 2019. So we're getting on to almost four years now. Congratulations, party. Yeah, mm, thank, thank you. you. So basically just a small activewear label that we started out of a spare bedroom and we've scaled it right up and it's starting to really gain traction now. So, yeah. It definitely is. I think a lot of people out there would have seen it. I mean, I've worn it on my podcast if they follow. <laughs> I wear it all the time and I really do love it. Let's start back at the beginning, Beth. Where did the idea come from? Like we've wanted to start a business for a very long time. So I was working at Zara, working in fashion. Sean was a model, so he's obviously been working in fashion as well both been very active people so I started training when I was about 16 and same with Sean I think he was maybe 15 so I mean my parents are personal trainers as well so it's just been part of our life as well just being very active in fashion and then yeah we were actually whilst we were in these roles we were actually just saving for a house we lived in London for eight months in 2018 and when we got back we still had a little bit of money left over and we kind of thought well if we actually do want to start this business it's either now or never we either, you know, use that money that we had left over for a house or we actually, you know, try and see if we can make this work. So, yeah, we actually just decided to do it. We were still, I mean, we were 24 at the time, so mm. we we felt like that was still pretty young. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Definitely is. Yeah, we just gave it a shot. And the one thing that, yeah, we really wanted was to have this business working with our lifestyle and being pretty active people, both into fashion, that just, you know, it made sense, so... So where did the name come from? What are the <laughs> first steps you yeah. need to do? Where do you get Lilo from? It's pretty random. So I, I yeah. still remember the day Beth and I, because for a long time we're trying to come up with a name. I think a lot of like business owners mm, in the early you days, you're, you're there and you're bouncing ideas, trying to work out what to call the business and you're on the internet, like seeing if there's any other brands that have the same name. Or um, social media mm. handles taken, yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. That's the a tricky process. part because you might want a, a name, but then it's taken already. So you've got to be very careful mm. there. We we're just bouncing ideas off and we really wanted something that would stick in people's heads, like mm. that you would say the name and you wouldn't walk off and they'd be like, what was it again? So mm. we're bouncing like Disney and just different things that were a bit nostalgic that you could relate mm. back to. And then <laughs> I was literally like, ah, oh, Lilo and Stitch. And Beth's like, oh, Lilo sounds nice. I just don't like the way that it's spelled, like yeah. L-I-L-O. So we're like, all right, let's yeah. spell it L-E-E-L-O. And, and that was the one that we just kept coming back to. So we're like, all right, let's just let's run just with run it. Let's just run with it. Let's not, <laughs> don't overthink it, just go yeah, for it's it. It's actually funny because we get quite a few people try and make a joke about it and they're like, oh yeah, Le- did you get that from Lilo and Stitch? And we're like, actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caught out. Yeah. yeah. Well, how do you get started? Do you just start sketching? Do you find a manufacturer first? What do you do? So basically, I think for some reason, we already kind of knew where to start because I just watched so many YouTube videos of like other brand owners starting up. So jumped on Alibaba and just started like searching away for different manufacturers and 
I had a list of kind of things that would set off like red flags that I didn't want to work with like a manufacturer if they kind of hit those points. Like if they didn't understand really what we wanted, they didn't speak great English or like not just like sign them off. And we finally came across one that really understood what we wanted and mm. we just went with them, went through I think two rounds of samples, was it? It was literally, we designed the pieces, mm. we sent them to the manufacturer, they sent us the samples back and then we went, we just literally need to make a slight revision and then we're good to go. So you we didn't get anything that looks like, you we, know, when you, those videos you see, like this is what I ordered and this yeah. is what I got, you didn't get <laughs> yeah, any. No, no, no we solid off the got bat, really so, lucky. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we did our research, so we didn't just jump into it going, oh yeah, I'll just buy off this manufacturer, like we fully... You know, we were watching YouTube videos, we did our research and then we found it, came across a good manufacturer. So, so. where are they based? In Guangzhou, in China. Yeah. How involved are you, I guess, in cho- do you get to choose right down to the fabrics? Yeah, or like what absolutely everything. everything. So we yeah. choose our fat, like even going over there, that was the first time we visited our manufacturer, we actually went over in March. So that was a really, really cool experience. So we got to see from start to finish how absolutely everything was done. Mm. And yeah, like we actually pick our fabrics. So they send us fabric cards a lot of the time. When we went over to China, it was actually really good because they actually have a room where they have all of the fabrics that they usually work with. And then they can, I just went and, you know, felt the fabrics and went, yep, want that, want that, want that. And they just give me the fabric card. So then I have access to all of the colours. They actually can do custom colours as well. So there has been times where I've gone, I want this Pantone colour. Can you make this for me? And they'll do it for Mm. us, make it custom. So there is, yeah, I mean, like absolutely everything we control. So... Yeah, I mean, there there is, are, there's yeah. two ways of basically starting a business. A lot of brands, they either start out where they almost go these ready to ship items, which you go on Alibaba, they're already there, they're designed and it's just like, all right, buy it, put your own label on it and sell it. Bit of a lazy way in my opinion, but if you don't have the funds to do so, that is a good way to start off. Mm-hmm. Luckily, because we had the savings behind us, we kind of invested all the money that we had left straight into that but you do have to then work with your manufacturer's minimum order quantities so that first order that we did was 1200 units and almost thirty thousand dollars so we kind of jumped into the deep end but that's kind of what i wanted i like having my back against the wall so yeah so then you got twelve thousand units to sell Mm -hmm. how do you launch that and make it a success Well, so what we did was actually have a launch event. So we invited a bunch of influencers to come and then we had them all wearing Lilo. It was actually really cool. It Mm. was, we hired this Airbnb in the city. It was this rooftop apartment. It was a penthouse, wasn't it? Mm. So it had like a terrace. Yeah, really nice open terrace. And we had a candle lit yoga. It was really Mm. cool. So it was at night time. And then, yeah, everyone just came through wearing Lilo. And then I guess just from there, you had so many people coming that were tagging Lilo. So that really just created a hype from the get-go. And then I guess we also have a little network in Perth ourselves. So Mm. then I guess people were just kind of buying and then word of mouth spread. And it was slow starting, don't get me wrong. Like it probably took, I would say, maybe a year and a half to actually get like a decent amount of traction, maybe even two years. Mm -hmm. And we put in a lot of like hard work. Like I feel like a lot of people expect, you know, just to do this for like six months and then like it will just take off. But it took pretty much like nearly every single day posting on social media, just really trying to get it out there, gifting to people, just like really trying to create mm. it. And create because we put brand. all of our money into the product, we didn't mm. really have much of a marketing budget. So we really had to bootstrap and yeah. think about ways of marketing outside of just like paid advertising. So every weekend we'd set up pop-ups at like different F45s and different studios around Perth. So we'd pull up on a Saturday morning just with a little rail of stuff and a square reader. And it mm. was, it was hard because it's, a bit disheartening like you pull up and not many people pay you much attention because you're so new and no one knows who you are so 
we'd just stand there and hand them out flyers and stuff. But you make a couple of sales every mm. like time you'd go. We did letterbox drops as well. I remember mm. literally walking like 16K around. Yeah. <laughs> so that, excessive. That but. Was <laughs> Get those steps in. Yes. Oh, yeah. So that was the other side to the marketing was that we printed out just a ton of flyers, which is pretty old school. And Beth and I would just like pick out suburbs around Perth that we felt like the demographic would be suitable to our brand. And we just, mm. yeah, smash out all these flyers. And again, you just don't know what the result of that will be, but it was cheap. and You get a couple of people purchasing, but I mm. guess from there you just hope that then word of mouth spreads from that. So yep. just doing all of these little things at the start I think is really necessary. I mean, when you get bigger and, you know, you're, you have that word of mouth that is very strongly there, I think that obviously that's a different story. But in mm. the start you really have to put in the hard yards and really try and find different avenues to... To market, yeah. yeah. And slowly, slowly it did, it started to gain traction. And then once we started to build up that budget, we're like, all right, let's start playing around with paid advertising. So I would just jump on YouTube and start to research how to run Facebook ads and Google ads. And I just put on a YouTube video, have my account open and just follow along. Like, and just started putting in a little budget, maybe $30 a day, and then make a couple of sales. And, oh, this is working. And then I go, all right, let's double down, 60 a day again, double down 120 a day. And I just kept going, kept going and got to the stage where we were spending like a thousand dollars a day and getting a healthy return. And it's like, all right, now it just becomes a numbers game for the most part. And it was really good. Mm. That was when it started to get really exciting because you could, you could see like the potential. You guys obviously did a lot of the work yourself from the beginning and super Mm. involved. Mm. You said it started to get exciting. What was the moment where you're like, hang on, we are running a business here and it's actually doing well was that there a moment was there a sale was there I a certain target it was probably when you started doing the when we started running yeah, the facebook ads the and facebook actually ads. seeing a healthy return on investment because it mm. did it, like you could see that it was a scalable business model like all right we can mm. run these ads and beth and i would literally go and film our own like ugc content beth hated it but <laughs> it was like one of those things that we had to do like <laughs> i'd just sit there filming her and she'd like break down the like unique selling points of the product and would turn into an ad and then bang, run it and just, yeah, mm. it just slowly started to work. So it was really exciting. You mentioned you used a lot of influencers as well and getting, you know, obviously mm. free ones with gifting at the beginning and then obviously paying. Mm. What is some of the biggest collaborations you've done that you've seen a really good return on? So we have sent out to celebrities, like I've got a network over in America. So we've sent out to like Jennifer Lopez and we actually got in contact with, at the time, Hayley Bieber's stylist, Maeve Riley. So we sent her some stuff as well, but It wasn't one of those things where like you send it, they wear it and it just goes crazy. It was just kind of like, it's cool to be able to say that like we've sent it to them and that they've got the product. But as far as influencers, it worked really well. I don't know, there wasn't like one that stands out where it was like, oh my God, you gifted to them and then bang, the sales Mm -hmm. go up. It's actually really funny. Like we're kind of at the point now, we actually don't really do paid much at all. Like we've probably done it a handful of times, not Mm -hmm. even. I can probably count three times that we've actually paid. Actually paid, yeah. Gifting. It's funny now, we actually get quite big influencers reach out to us asking to just get some of the product sent mm. over to them, which is really cool. Do you put that down to, I guess, your good marketing yourself, getting it out there and they start seeing it or do you put it down I to the quality so. of the product? Yeah, quality yeah, of product both. and word of mouth. And I think that mm. influencer marketing in particular, especially the bigger influencers, they're starting to like – lean away from those paid collaborations like they'll have a few that they'll work with but quite often I think to keep it like really nice and authentic like you know they want to come across genuine yeah. that they yeah. actually wear this not yeah. just for a photo yeah once and off. it's not just yeah. because the brand's paying them thousands of dollars and that they feel like they have to say it's a great product it's mm. way more like organic so and 
quite often that's actually what we'll say to people is like, mm. we just want to gift you this. We don't want to do a paid no obligation. We just want you to actually, if you genuinely love the product, like let us know what you think. Mm. But if you don't like it, then that's fine. Like you don't have to post about it. Just, yep. um, we don't even ask for a post. We no. just say, we just want to gift you some active wear. And then mm. pretty much every single time have them post about it, which is really cool. So, so you're not doing it out of a spare bedroom anymore. You've got mm. your own kind of <laughs> warehouse and that going. Mm. When did you yeah. step up and what was that process like? would have been two years in so I think in 2021 August I believe it was we actually moved mm. into our HQ it's not like a proper warehouse it's actually a 180 square meter space above a gym so my friend actually owns a gym below and he had this empty mezzanine floor and he was like do you want it so yeah we jumped to that opportunity pretty fast because the spare bedroom at home became two spare bedrooms and they were overflowing and it was just mm. like becoming a nightmare so it was perfect timing sounds like it went quite smoothly for you and I guess that but there would have been a lot of speed bumps along mm. the way what did you find was one of the biggest challenges and people might not expect setting up a business like this okay well firstly we're obviously in a relationship so we're boyfriend <laughs> and girlfriend <laughs> first and foremost but also business partners and I think one thing that a lot of people don't know is as soon as we launched the brand we actually broke up after seven mm. years of being together so was that, that was because of the like I guess, the stress of starting something like this? I don't know if it was necessarily super stressful. I just think that not having worked together before, we didn't mm. really see that side of each other because you've got your relationship side where, you know, you, you go to work, you come home, and then that's who you are when you're, like, around each other when you get home is just, like, that relationship side. But when you add that business side, a whole different... It's like a new dynamic. Yeah, it's a whole different dynamic that you need to add into that. And I think that we just had never really seen that before. So trying to navigate around that and, you know, Sean will be like, oh, I think that we should do something this way. And I go, no, I actually have this opinion and I think we should do it this way. Then actually trying to go, okay, look, that's like us working together in business. Like you've got to learn to know when to separate the two. Like Mm. have the boundaries. Mm. Just because he has an opinion in business doesn't mean that he's necessarily getting upset at me for like something in our relationship so you know you've got to know to differentiate the two and at the start we yeah. just were so new to it that we were just like oh my god I can't work with you I just don't want to be around you so that's yeah we but spoiler alert you're back together you're yeah, back, together. back together yeah, <laughs> but we obviously love each other now I haven't forced yeah, you into yeah, a room no, no, no. like yeah. and we yeah quite quickly after that we realized that you know we still wanted to be together we still obviously love each other mm. so let's work on it and we did and like honestly now like I couldn't see myself working without him so mm. But yeah, it was a very challenging time, like a lot of confusion because it was like we went Mm. from being in a relationship to a few months of being like, hey, we're just business partners. So like Beth would come Mm. over to my place and we'd work on the business for like a few hours and then it'd be like, all right, bye. (laughs) And it was so so weird. But um, yeah, it was definitely a rough time. I think that both of us kind of went through that heartbreak, but it was something that really strengthened us. And Mm, it's better for that to happen in the early days than further on down the line. So I think that I see it as almost like a great thing to have happened, mm. even though it was really rough. Um, I actually am very glad that it happened because yeah. I feel like our relationship, as well as just like our business relationship right now, is so good. And I don't mm. think it would be at this point if it hadn't, like, if we hadn't had that moment where we were like, okay, like, we need to change something. Yeah, so. there was a lot of tough conversations. And yeah. I think that we both looked at each other, like, individually and started to kind of go, all right, like, where are the problems coming up and what do we need to fix in ourselves to make mm. sure that going forward that we are great like partners and also business partners so it was like yeah it's really good 
Are you always looking for the perfect pair of leggings? Well, I have the answer for you. It's Lilo Active. This Perth-based activewear brand is amazing. The fabrics are super soft, they're comfortable, they keep everything in place, they're really flattering and they have amazing colours. I love this brand and I wear them to squat in the gym or to go for runs. So if you want to give this brand a go for yourself, why not use the code LEFTERFIELD15 at checkout and uh, see what all the fuss is about. What are your roles, I guess, in the business? Yeah, Mm. so we kind of just figured that out along the way. And I think that, again, that's something that just kind of falls into place over time. You work out what you're really good at. So I think like my background comes from like operations management. So I like that kind of side of things, controlling like the timeline of things, the cost and the quality of things. And then I think Beth's a lot more creative. So she does the design, the social media yeah. Hide staff now as well, though. Mm, so how do you yep. go? Yeah. It's hard sometimes letting go of certain parts mm. of a business that you've grown and having yeah. the right people. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had any challenges there? Yeah, not too much because I think that we really now, like we did it on our own for so long. It was like mm. three years. We've only hired staff in the last like six months. So we'd really figured out what individually we were really mm. good at and what we needed to hire for to fill in those gaps. So and it I wasn't think, I feel like we're still quite involved in everything that goes mm. on in the business anyway. Like we haven't necessarily been like, okay, this is your job, like see you later. And that we're not going to be involved, yeah. Like, it's still like a very collaborative thing where like, I mean, Sammy's, well, she's going to come on full-time, so she'll be like our main staff member. Mm-hmm. She'll be full-time in July. So mm-hmm. when she gets back, she's going to Europe, so... Yeah, but um, it's not one of those situations where we're like, oh, we can't let go of the responsibilities. Yeah, no, like we're no. we're happy to let go of those responsibilities, but also still be there to support mm. like that person in whatever they're doing. So yeah, so yeah. Sammy does all of our influencer gifting mm. now, and she also helps out with all the events. So she's the main one that you know organizes all of that. But in those times, we'll come together and go, okay, cool. Like, what do we actually want to happen? Mm when do we want this event to happen? And then she'll just sort of make it happen. So we still have obviously that input where we go, cool, like I think it'd be really cool to have this sort of event or yeah, yeah vice versa. So yeah. And you also launched this, I guess, just on the cusp of just before COVID. Mm. How did those struggles yeah. go with getting stock quality? Are you still struggling there? So much. So there was a lot of uncertainty, obviously, like, oh my God, what's going to happen here? But it never had a massive impact on our supply chain, like shipping time slowed down a little bit. But our manufacturer, they kind of rode through the whole wave without being affected. They didn't, I think they closed down like once, but then luckily they had multiple factories. So if one factory went down, they could just roll the production over to another one. So we're very lucky in that way. So yeah, there was never a pause or a hold on any of our production, which was amazing. And obviously during COVID, everyone started to shop online because you couldn't go into the stores. So that kind of allowed us to boost up as well. And it was at the same time, I had started doing the paid advertising. So it was just, yeah, good timing. So. And so now, you know, you've got all this stock, you've got this momentum going with mm-hmm. you guys. What is the next steps for the business? Want to go? Yeah, well, we've got some pretty exciting things happening at the moment. So we actually just came back from Sydney last week from a couple of meetings that we had with two wholesalers in Sydney. So one being Two Choosy, which is the first one that came about, which we're really excited about. So they've got what, two stores in Sydney? Just one. One store in Sydney and then they're online. And then we've also got Iconic happening. So that's really exciting. Mm. And what do you think this is going to do for your business? Because the Iconic sells, you know, Uh, worldwide sporting Mm. brands nike adidas they're all on there so what is that going to do for you guys i think it's definitely going to put us on the map allow us to sell alongside those amazing products and i think that that's one thing beth and i have always built the business on is that we don't want to always just see 
like our customers head to toe in Lilo. Like we love to see them style it up with other brands. And I Mm -hmm. think that having our stuff stocked on those stores where they do sell a lot of other amazing products, it's going to allow a customer to go on there and be able to pair our stuff with like a nice leather jacket or whatever to really style it up. So I think that's something we're very excited about. And it just, yeah, it gives us so much more reach like outside of our own marketing budget because they have massive budgets. I think they have 20 million visitors per month and like 2,000 app downloads per day. It's just like insane. So it's going to be a lot of eyes on the brand, which we're very excited for. And then, you know, constantly you guys seem like having new collections, new drops. You dropped something just this week as well, some mm-hmm. new jumpers and stuff. Have you got a lot more planned? You've done gone into Pilates socks and you've got hats and that now. Is there different styles of stuff coming is there menswear coming (laughs) what is what's in the (laughs) potentially I mean at the moment we've started doing our drops every six weeks so we do actually have quite a lot planned coming up with new collection that's coming up yeah of course like the Pilates collection yeah well we've got a Pilates collection coming but then we also have another collection coming up with an influencer called Annabelle Runfelt Mm. she's from the east coast so that's probably like the biggest one that's coming up. So mm. that's going to be really exciting. It's amazing because yeah, yeah. like Beth's constantly designing now. Our manufacturer yeah. gives us unlimited samples. So Beth's just like always at her table, like coming up with new designs, doing mm. new colorways of like our I've core collection. I've messaged collections. a few times with some colors. I know. Yeah. I yeah. Like, yeah. Is there a, a light blue in the yeah. works? And, and we the- love that. Like we're always listening yeah. to people like making recommendations and then Beth like straight on to it being like, yeah, that's a great idea. Bang, makes a sample. A few weeks later, we've got it in our HQ and we're trying it mm. on. Mm-hmm. The girls love doing that. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, the parcel comes in. Well. And we all get around it. We're like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying it on. What's yeah. then the goal for Lilo? It sounds like you're hitting these milestones pretty quickly as well. Yeah. Where is the ultimate goal? I think we just want to get bigger and better year on year. I think it's just yeah, doing what I we're doing, but really on a bigger an scale. Point. Like at this stage, we just love doing what we're doing mm. day in day out. So it's more of just a growing the business as a whole and I think that each year we might say you know we've got this goal in mind but then you know the following year there's probably going to be another goal so ultimately it's it's really just I think above everything like we really want to continue being very community focused like you've seen Mm -hmm. us do all those events Mm -hmm. we've done like pups and pilates we often team up with gyms around Perth and we want to do that on the east coast as well so I think being an online business it's really powerful to have that like community focus so that's something that we really want to double down on, just keep doing more and more events. We've done the retreat like a month ago. That was amazing. So we'll do mm. more wellness retreats. And we just open yeah. up some stores as well, hopefully, in yeah. the next couple of years. That's so definitely Lilo stores, not just – because right now you're mm. in a few, like, stores, yeah, I guess, in, in Perth as well, wholesale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So it, we're yeah, in, it um, would be cool to, to open up a store at some yeah. point. Who knows? We, we don't know on that side mm. of things because that comes with a whole new responsibility. I think that we can – continue to expand that wholesale side of our business and that may be enough for us and then Mm. we can keep doing our like community events i feel like there's just so much like there's endless opportunities Mm. which is the exciting thing like i i know that i would love to expand more overseas at Mm, the moment we are doing a lot more overseas orders which is exciting but just to really try and push that a lot more and hopefully just open up stores worldwide i think yeah really getting like the name out there is exciting with the name, when, if people say Lilo, what do you want them think of the brand? What mark do you want to leave? I don't want to just be known as like, this active wear label. I want to be known mm. as... It's more of a lifestyle. Yeah, a me. lifestyle and a brand that portrays like overall wellness. So it's good balance between working out, mm. mindfulness, nutrition, just the and whole... I mean, like, that's, it's pretty much, you know, 
I don't know if you've seen this, but we've got the QR codes on the inside mm. of the waistband of yeah. the leggings. So yeah. work and out the three, recipe and the mind. three of them. Yeah. 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 So that's really ultimately what we stand for is moving your body. We've got that workout piece there when you scan it, you've got access to all of these workouts and then that updates every month. And then we've also got the recipe piece so people can then have access to new you know, fun recipes that they can try that are healthy. So really keeping, you know, your nutrition on point and then your mind. So we've got podcasts there that you can listen to. So, you know, we might add this one in there. Oh, exciting. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> so, yeah. And then also we've got a quote there as well. So then obviously you're reading that quote in the morning. It sets you up with a healthy mindset for the day. You've got your, you know, healthy food and healthy body ultimately. So... And I guess this whole experience so far, what are you most proud of as, you know, together or as individuals in doing this business? I think it is that, that it's like we go so much further than just like the product and the active where it's like we're Mm. really building a community and you can see that through our social media. Like we're constantly tagged by like different people around Australia doing different things and I think that that community is becoming really cool. One thing that we've really doubled down on is like the Pilates and the yoga scene at the moment and mm. I think that that's been a really strong play for us you if you see like Lilo tagged on social media it's often like someone in a like studio on a reformer yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. got that yeah. target audience nailed yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that <laughs> we love that industry as well we think that it's like so wholesome a lot of the people mm. just align with what we're trying to portray as a brand so I think that's something that we're very proud of yeah to build the brand do you want to get more staff here yeah, definitely grow a team. <laughs> we kind of need to. I think Beth and I at the moment, we work seven days a week and it's just like flat out, but we love that. We want to be in the mm. trenches. We, we're we not like exhausted. We're not burnt out. We mm. love what we're doing. And we get asked that a lot of the time. They're like, mm. you know, you need to take some time off for yourself. And it's like, well, you need to go to Europe with Sammy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> no, but it's like, I don't know. It doesn't feel like work when you're doing something that you mm. love. And there will, like, I'm not going to lie, there is times when, you you know, you've got so many orders that need to be packed and there's only me and Sean that will come in on the weekend and it feels like we have to go in. Mm. But that's, a, like, maybe, what, 2% of the time. And it's what we, we signed like up for way. as well. Exactly. So it's like, so, and um, at the end of the day, we're so grateful to be in the position that we're in. So mm. we've also got to remind ourselves of that. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think it was in February this year, Beth and I were just walking along the beach and I said to her, I was like, the next few months are going to be chaos. And there's going to be people around us saying, you need to chill out, you need to take a break. But it's like, we just can't. At this stage, it's like, we're on a like a wave. And it's like, if you don't take that opportunity and run with it, you can mm. like miss the wave. So we want to stay on that. And but I also think we're pretty in tune with ourselves. Like mm. When we hit a point where we're like, okay, I really feel like I'm, you know, starting to get a little bit of burnout. I need to take a break. We will take the morning off and we'll go to the beach or we'll do things that actually make us feel good and then, you know, we're ready to go. Yeah, 100%. And so then what's a piece of advice you'd give to someone else who wanted to start a business or, you know, do something like you have? Yeah, I think it's be prepared to go to war and, like, Mm. that it's not going to be smooth sailing. It is a lot and you have to put your all into it to make sure that it works out. I think, yeah, it's hard to explain, like, how much you need to invest into it. It becomes your entire life. It's not just this little side hustle. It's like if you want Mm. it to work, it needs to become your everything pretty much, which it's a big sacrifice. So you need to really know that you that's what you want. I think some people jump into business and they quickly find out that like it's too much. Whereas, yeah. So I think that's probably a good piece of advice. What about you, Beth? Yeah, I agree. Like I think that you just need to know that it's not going to be easy. Like, you need to put your all into it. Otherwise it's just not going to work. So yeah, I mean, 
me and Sean, as we said, literally work seven days a week. We're on our phones most of the time. Like even mm. when we get home, we're still doing work. So it literally becomes your whole entire life. I think that we're just quite lucky that we're also in this together. So, yep. you know, when we get home, it's not like you've got your partner there that's like, oh, you know, come on, like get off your phone, just watch some TV with mm. me. Like we've, we're both actually in the trenches together. So yep. it's, yeah, that makes it a bit <laughs> well, yeah. congratulations on everything you've achieved so far. Sounds like there's a lot of exciting times to come and mm. everyone needs to, if they don't know Lilo yet, jump on there and get some Lilo because I, I love it. I wear You're literally it wearing it right now. I literally wear it every day. It's so bad. It's so good. Hey? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's I, not bad. It's, it's good. not bad. It's so comfy and there's some new stuff that are great. So you've done yeah. really well. Congrats. Yeah, and yeah, I'm excited to see what the future holds for you. It's big things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, lots hopefully. to come. But yeah. yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah. We've had a great time. Thanks.